All right, everybody. It is the last episode of the Stewcast. The last episode of College Football Pick'em Show of the year. Of the year. Little uh, cliffhanger there. <clears throat> Coming up on the show, got a New Year Six preview. Give you our thoughts, some plays, hopefully some winners. We got some people on here who have been successful over the year. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking at two of you who aren't, but let's start with somebody who has been. Uh, from the clouds, he is everybody's favorite method-addicted southerner. He is the Bobcat, John Castorani. How are you, Big Sexy? Am I a winner? I mean, Have I been you got winning? some. You got some of that Kaneka sausage in your in your face. Hey, this I I got. I had to. Yeah, I found the most underrated tweet on Twitter. Right where I think it was uh, Chris Marler had tweeted. You know why are there so many bowl games in Alabama? Like you've got a bowl game in Montgomery, a bowl game in Birmingham, a bowl game in Mobile. He's like, yeah, why are there so many bowl games in, in Alabama? And somebody, you know, tweeted and commented underneath and said, and none of them are sponsored by Kaneka, or there's not a Kaneka Bowl yet. And it hit close to home. And I think, I mean, Golden Flake sponsors a lot of shit. I think it's only fair if Kaneka starts coming in strong. Yeah, that, that sounds fine with me. It's a good sausage. It's Coming a fantastic sausage. Okay. Coming up right after the Bobcat, as always, he is uh, a young man. He's in the prime of his life. He makes some horrible facial hair choices, but that's why we love him. He is the Lieutenant J.C. Shelton, host of UGA Football. He's not even going to unmute himself. You didn't say live. Live. There we go. What's going on, buddy? Bobcat hasn't been on enough this year to know. You have to give Stu the whatever time he needs in between the football and the live. It's uh, it's tough for me to piece it together, man. I'm sorry. Mr. Unlimited. (laughs) That's what he is. (laughs) Listen, if you want to hear more from me and this beautiful mustache that you guys were admiring, um, UJ Football Live. On Twitter, um, you'll find our podcast through there or iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. I got former Georgia offensive guard Chris Burnett on this week. We talk Georgia, Ohio State. Um, preview that one pretty well in depth. It's going to come out tomorrow. Check like us out there, ujwire.com, as always. All right. And, and JC out on the town with his, with his lady, uh, which is sure to go over great tonight as he's joining the podcast. But it might go she gets, over great. She gets the game. She yeah, gets well, the game. And she, is well, and she wants in-depth analysis from CBD. I think that's – And she, that's she what read. I was – that's really what it boils down to. I mean, let's I, let's put it as the the MVP of this show, the, the whole reason this show exists. He's Mr. Tuesday night. He's Mr. Wednesday night. He's there whenever you need him. He is Mr. Unlimited. He is the whole effing show. He is CVD. Chris Van Dyne, ncsports.com. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm here to support JC on his date. And like, I'm excited about this. We're, we're, we're like, we're, we're like the, uh, the, the brothers that are hanging around watching over his shoulder. Yeah, like, chaperones almost. 
the third, this fourth yeah, and yeah. fifth wheels. The third, fourth, and fifth wheels. Yeah. I, we're just in the quarter drinking. Why have to keep this like semi PG, PG-13? No, absolutely not. I don't want to say not. anything we, that could get Jason here's what Here's what the boy trouble? said, Chris. He I am said, myself around he said, Allie. He said, I got, I got them AirPods 2 for Christmas. And and she can't hear pro two pro pro twos. What's the respect Jesse, on his name? I, I can say yeah. I can say stuff that would make you turn beat red right now and embarrass the shit out of you. Bring it on, CVD. She can't even hear. No, okay. she can't. I got my oh, and she pro can't two. because she's deaf. CVD. That's... <laughs> oh man, negatory. Hey, we just we just need to make sure at the end of this date we smell JC's fingers, make sure that he hasn't been. Oh wow! All right, oh, folks, can... New Year's Six Bowls—they're coming in on heavy, y'all. Smell like a freshly yeah. paved road. Wow! Yeah. Just... Right. God. Your mother listens to this. Stop it! Stop it! All she of does Stop. definitely not. My <laughs> mother <laughs> might tell her to stay away. Stay away. Speaking of you stay never know away, what let's start say. Tennessee Clemson CBD resident Clemson expert and noted fan of the color orange. What are your thoughts? Uh, we're going to find out if Joe Milton's going to be the starting quarterback next year because this is going to be his uh, his audition. And I, I'll give Joe Milton a lot of credit. He could have left. He could have pouted after Hendon Hooker took the job last year. He stuck around and, you know, the fans love him now. The fans are all in on Joe Milton as a, as a teammate. They're just not sure about him as a player yet, but he has been impressive at times in, in mop-up duty, but that's been in mop-up duty this year against bad teams. Um, and against, you know, third string defenses after Tennessee was blowing some teams out. I just don't know if I trust him yet. And I, I know that when Tennessee's played teams that stop the run, which Clemson does very well, they've struggled. They only put up 27 points in regulation against Pitt, and they rushed for 91 yards in that game. They got shut down by Georgia. They couldn't run the ball against Georgia, and they put up 13 points in a season low. I believe it was 291 yards. Um, so it, it, it's tough for me to imagine Tennessee – having the same offensive output that we're used to. I do still think that Tennessee, funny enough, has the better wide receiver unit. I'll take Brew McCoy, Squirrel White, and Ramel Keaton over the guys that Clemson throws out there. But I think Clemson might actually have the quarterback edge here. Cade Klubnick has been good enough uh, it, it, against, uh, you know, North Carolina doesn't have a great defense, but neither does Tennessee for that matter. And he, he can take advantage of some uh, some weak secondary play. So I, I think that Clemson will be more effective on the ground with Will Shipley. Um, I think they'll control Tennessee's run game, which really is the catalyst for their offense. I know a lot of people just think that Tennessee flings the ball around. But, uh, you know, going back to what I mentioned about the, the rushing game, <clears throat> they're averaging over 200 rushing yards a game. And when, when they haven't run the ball in the two years that Josh Heupel's been there, are the games they've typically lost. The two games against Georgia last year against Alabama, they were held to 65 rushing yards. Uh, and this year, uh, twice they were held below 30 points. And the, both of those games is when they struggled to run the ball. Clemson's going to be without two defensive starters. 
uh, one on the defensive line, one linebacker, Trenton Simpson. But they're so deep on the defensive line. You know, you still have Brian Breezy. You still have K.J. Henry. Uh, you still have uh, Tyler Davis. And I, I just think that, unfortunately, the defensive edge for Clemson is too defined here. And it's not Tennessee's offense at full power. No Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman's missed a lot of time this year. He's not playing in this game, though. And the biggest thing is no Hendon Hooker. Joe Milton's not Hendon Hooker. He can throw it a mile, but he throws it at one speed all the time. So I think Clemson wins this game by over a touchdown. I think it'll be around a 10-point game. I actually kind of like the under, too, because I don't think Tennessee's going to score as much as we're used to. Bobcat, noted Bill Snyder cosplayer when it comes around Christmas time, Halloween time. You're a Bill Snyder guy. What are you thinking? Wildcats take on a team from Tuscaloosa. Uh, I mean, I love this game. Uh, Bryce Young, Will Anderson, not many opt-outs other than the transfer portal for Alabama. Uh, I mean, I, I was watching Nick Saban do flutter kicks today on the Twitter timeline. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was fucking hilarious. He was stretching with the team. No, I didn't log in into the uh, Alabama Twitter circle to see that. But I'll send it to you. It's fucking hilarious because one guy put on there uh, me trying to act cool when my girl puts her hair up and lock, starts going to lock the door. <laughs> it's fucking, I'll send it to you. You'll get a fucking kick out of it. Um, but, uh, you know, what's the line at right now, Stu? What do you see the line at? I see it at six. Uh, five and a half, six. All right. So I'm taking Bama by six, obviously. And I also, I see the total sitting at 58 and a half. What do you have the total at? 56 and a half. I like the under 56 and a half too. Give me the fucking under. I really like this under here. I'm also going to second CVD. I love the fucking under on the Tennessee Clemson game. I got it at 64 and a half. I think it's probably come down by now. And I also don't like the line. I don't know why it's went up to a touchdown. Now it's down to like five and a half. I'm not really a fan of the Tennessee line, but I think Alabama wins the, uh, the sugar bowl super easy. Um, I just, I don't think K state's it, man. K state's not the, the recipe for success against Alabama. It's just not it. JC Shelton. I'll give you your choice. You can talk the Rose bowl. You can talk the cotton bowl. Which one do you like? No peach bowl. What is this, dude? Not yet, Jason. Talk to Peach Bowl. Not yet. No, no. We, we, listen, we can, we can do. We can do. Let's do the Rose. Did you say Rose? Oh, no, we're getting to the Peach Bowl. I'm not. Okay. I'm okay. I just want to make sure I have a chance here. Yeah, New Year's. Uh, but, but you said you said Rose. What did you say? Ro- Rose or Cotton. Rose or Cotton. Okay, so let's yeah, let's go Rose. Penn State, Utah. Utah, Utah with some favorite. fire helmets, by the way. If you're a helmet guy, yes, Utah might be the play. Just- I love those. I love those. And it also, just a side conversation here, uh, we talked to the Bobcat the other day. We talked about TCU's uniforms. He does not like them. And I am interested in what you guys think because I love TCU's uniforms. Purple and black at the horned part of the horned froggies on the uh, shoulder pads there up to the neck. And then the chrome. The chrome on the helmets with the purple and the black is pretty sexy. Doing too much Oregon style should go back to like the Tomlinson jerseys, to be honest. Yes, yes. This very, very old grumpy man of you, too. Wow. Uh, JC, you look like you would drive a fucking Ford Platinum or a Limited or a Denali truck with all the fucking chrome and 22 inch wheels. That's Sounds amazing. I mean, not, not chrome. I'm not a chrome guy. Not really a chrome guy, but I do like 
Uh, I, I do like the big trucks. All right. Uh, Penn State, Utah. I, you guys know how much I despise Sean Clifford, and that definitely is a factor in this game for me. I think Utah closed the season really strong, obviously, taking out USD and the fight in Caleb Williams is featuring Lincoln Riley's. Um, but to think this game, to me, I like how Utah closed the season so tough, um, and I think they're going to keep that momentum in Pasadena. Um, and obviously, Sean Clifford is a factor here to suck balls. Uh, give me the Utes to cover two and a half. Okay, I, I like this for Utah. Penn State has always been fighting for that top spot in the Big Ten, but Utah has been sitting around the Pac-12 and dominating as of late, and I think they show up and show out here. With a lot of opt-outs, JC. It don't it, – it, it, it's about toughness. Penn State didn't have many opt-outs, but okay. Well, Penn State still sucks, and they have Sean Clifford, okay? Utah Sean lost Clifford, to Florida. Utah lost to Florida. First game. Uh, it's a different team. Different teams. A lot of opt-outs. Nah. Give me, give me the Utes. So, so uh, speaking of opt-outs, we're going to opt into the Cotton Bowl. Tulane, our Green Wave, a team I love, Bobcat loves. I think everybody in America, outside of South Cal, well, can't even count Southern California because they won't show up for the damn team. But it's America's team. The Tulane, a Green Wave is hitting this country. Bobcat Tulane getting a point and a half, which is insane, um, and tells you how close this game actually really is against the Trojans of USC. Bobcat, your thoughts? Uh, I mean, Tulane's offense this year, man, they're going to run through USC like shit through a tin horn. And I'm here for it. The point and a half, the Sharps have been razor fucking sharp all year. I love the one and a half. We just take the money line. The green wave. I mean, I, I'm willing to bet in Jerry world, it's probably going to be 75, 25 Tulane green wave fans from New Orleans traveling the six hours, five hours, four and a half hours to Dallas, Fort Worth. I mean, I guess it's in Arlington, Texas. Excuse me. Um, yeah, dude, I love the, the green wave. This is my fucking pick of the year. Under This is such a UCF Auburn 29. When was that? 2017 Peach Bowl, where they fucking beat Auburn. UCF beat Auburn in Atlanta, basically in their backyard. This is what I mean. I'm getting all the vibes there. Give me Tulane. What do you think, Stu? I, I actually, if I was going to play some here, I, I mean, I feel like the overs to play. I like the over too. Money line and the over. If I don't want to put my my uh, bad luck streak, I'm on a little bit lately here. I don't want to put put that on too late. Don't put it on the green wave. No, I'll I'll put it on the points. I'll take the over. Coming up after a short break, we take a look at the semifinals. Uh, CBD will be up, and he'll give you the breakdown. Before you get to that, though. Listen to CBD, give you a little bit of news on NC Sports. We'll be back after this. Hello, everyone. This is Chris Van Dyne from North Coast Sports. You'll hear me here every week during football season with my main man, Stu, from the StuCast. And just want to let everyone know we got a lot going on at North Coast. We got Power Sweep coming up. 
going to be releasing that at the end of August. And get on board for Power Sweep at ncsports.com. Definitely check out our podcast on ncsports.com. And like I said, you'll hear me every week giving out some of the best handicapping picks that you will get in the industry uh, with Stu and Bobcat every week here, as well as at North Coast Sports, ncsports.com. And we're looking forward to football season. One. All right, back from the break. CVD, Mr. Tuesday night, the whole effing show. TCU getting eight points as they take on um, the third Reich. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think this. there's always one playoff mismatch, and I really think this is it. Uh, it TCU hung on by a thread in a lot of their games. And I give them a lot of credit for getting this far, but defensively they don't match up. Uh, they gave up 501 yards to Baylor, uh, 430 yards to West Virginia, 540 to Kansas, 476 to SMU. And, you know, the, the story is great, but they're running into a team that I think is a little bit on – they're on a mission right now. They got the big win against Ohio State. They were in a letdown spot the next week against Purdue in the Big Ten championship game. They held, they handled that. Uh, defensively, they've got a big edge. Offensively, they're they're more, they're physical and they'll be able to keep the TCU offense off the field, rushing for two forty three a game. And I just think that in the end, is going to be too much for them. They're angry about how the semifinal went last year and how they got embarrassed by by JC's Bulldogs. And I think they're going to want to write that wrong from last year. And since they're playing a team that honestly, I don't think is the fourth best team in the country. I think they deserve the fourth spot based on their resume and how everything fell out. But if you ask me who the top four teams in the country, I don't think TCU's fourth. I don't even think they're probably top six. So I think they're actually third right now, CBD. Well, I, I understand. Oh yeah. So they're the number three seed. I, I don't think they're the third best team in the country. I don't think they're in the top four. I probably don't think they're in, the, they're in the top six. I think there's a lot of teams out there out of the Big 12 that would have beat them. Um, and, and I think that'll kind of get exposed here. I think Michigan rolls in this game by double digits at the very least. I love it. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, think about waterboarding myself. J.C. Shelton. You've got the Peach Bowl in the great state of Georgia as the Bulldogs host uh, the real B team in college football, the Buckeyes. Your thoughts? Yeah, so a lot of ways to break this down, but I think it starts and finishes with the line of scrimmage, right? And while Ohio State, I think the offensive line as far as allowing sacks has been good this year, when they faced a line of scrimmage that mirrored theirs or might have been better, which they have proved to be better now, is Michigan. Uh, CVD's baby boys uh, in Michigan. They, uh, they really tore up Ohio State on that side of the ball. Um, Ohio State didn't have an answer for it. Their offense, that's what their team is built around, right? C.J. Stroud, Marvin Harrison Jr. If Marvin Harrison Jr. can have a great, great game and C.J. Stroud can hold on to the ball and not turn it over, it's a way Ohio State can keep up with them. Um, I, I just think on the line of scrimmage, as far as running the ball, they're going to have some issues. Obviously, their, their best running back is out. Um, 
and they, they have plenty of running backs to go through, but if you don't have that one guy who can stick it and burn on a team that's really has the best speed in college football and defense, I think that's where the challenges come because then you become one-dimensional with C.J. Stroud and Marvin Harrison in that passing attack, and you have a that's a big ask against the best defense in the country uh, when you come one-dimensional. For Georgia, offensively, they've been really good this year, a lot better than last year. Um, I think Ohio State, the problems they had with Michigan's offense and, and a team that was really good up front and running the football and then set that up to hit the play-action shots when they needed to, and Ohio State just completely whiffed. They moved – they changed their defense in that game, which was crazy as well. I mean, they went to a one-high safety uh, to stop the run, and their corners – not only their corners, their safeties, their linebackers, they all bit on every play-action, it felt like. They allowed a bunch of plays over 50 yards. That's why they lost that game, letting guys get open behind them. Um, I think it's a big challenge for Ohio State on that defense. So I think that's – you take that into account along with that line of scrimmage that Georgia has the edge on and that defensive line for Georgia and Jalen Carter and those guys up front. I mean, as long as – I think really, to me, it, the only way Georgia loses this game and doesn't cover is if they beat themselves with turnovers. The problems that Georgia's had this year – uh, go back to the Missouri game, um, and then there at Kent State for a bit, when they turned the ball over and just gave the opposing offenses that side of the field, gave them some momentum, and then that's when that defense allows some points. If George can execute, I think it's it's a, it's a good game for them. I think they like the matchup. Um, it's a team that they, they know they should be able to run the ball on. Um, and once they do that, it opens up for Brock Bowers. And Vlad McConkie and Stetson Bennett's legs, I think, are going to be a big factor, especially in the red zone. Watch that. They love to let Stetson run in the red zone. He's done a good job of making guys miss. The line was at six and a half when I last checked it. Um, everybody I've talked to is taking Georgia here. I, I like it as well. Um, I think it's at least a 10-point game. Um, and it's also in Georgia's home turf, basically, right? They just beat LSU in the SEC championship in that stadium. Um, they played in it multiple times over the last couple of years, right? So I think it's, it's, it's going to be a home environment for Georgia, although I know a lot of Ohio State fans are going to be there. But it feels like home for those guys. They're going to have that added influence. So I like Georgia here, uh, six and a half. I'd take it up to 10. All right. First line. You heard it. Reverse line. That is true. That is your specialty. Before we end the show and wrap the season, I'll go around the horn. Any last bets, uh, something you like or something you would just give out to the folks between now in the new years bobcat i'll leave it to you you always got a pick up your sleeve man i, I tell two. you i really i really like wyoming cowboys in the two. desert cowboys I got, I got two of them for you right. uh so i i mean i'm gonna agree with what cvd said earlier i think that tcu this year is a trash fucking team that basically the cincinnati from last year right and i i think michigan Again, is pissed off. They're hungry. I think they rushed for probably 350, 400 yards and set a fucking record and set a record in that, uh, that Fiesta Bowl. Uh, and then, obviously, I'm going to reverse line it. I'm going to reverse line the Michigan pick, and this is free fucking money. You're playing with house money here, 13 and a half, baby. Reverse line that joker to 13 and a half, 12 if you're a pussy. First time it's a 12 if you're scared. But scared money don't make money, right, Alan? Uh, and then second to that, I got to go with JC here. And I don't think it's really a defensive game. I know that Georgia's got the best defense in the country, but what about the 12 personnel, the 13 personnel? Uh, Todd Munkin sacrifices zero speed when he brings in those tight ends. They will RPO your ass to fucking death. 
I know PFF says that Ohio State has the best safeties in the fucking uh, world. Uh, a joyless <laughs> murder ball. <laughs> Those yeah. Big Ten offenses, boys and girls, let me tell you, yeah. they really but, test your safeties. They really do. I'm going to tell you, they're, they're offensive attacks. Yeah, but again, like, assault. This is, assault. This, is, this is free fucking money. Like, I, but here's the one thing that I'll say that Ohio State will have a chance. One, Georgia has to beat themselves and turn the ball over four plus times. The second thing is Ryan Day is in a position that was similar to Kirby Smart last year after the SEC championship game, where it was like, hey, man, you can't win big games here. And there's a lot of internal conversation going on that hey, maybe you can't get the job done, Ryan Day. So I think maybe that's a little motivating factor. Uh, but they've got just too many people out. Trayvon Henderson's out. The Jigba's out. All these playmakers are out. And I, I mean, if young guys step up and Georgia turns the ball over four plus times, but I'm taking Georgia reverse line and that motherfucker as high as I could. It was 26. I reversed it 26 fucking points. You're welcome. And I bet a whole dollar on it. <laughs> plus 800. Okay. Roll tide. Uh, and take uh, them now to win the Natty. Take Georgia now to win. Georgia will win the national championship again to repeat. It's not even, a, it's not even a competition. I'll, I'll tee you up so you can get back to your date. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could see it to where Georgia takes over like that, but I, I just – I believe in C.J. Stroud enough, and I think their defense is a little bit underrated. Um, I think they can give Georgia some problems here and there. Uh, but if Georgia can get that run established, then that's when they take over. Um, I, I will agree with what CBD says on Tennessee Clemson. Uh, I do like Kublinik coming in there uh, and, and DJ getting out. I think that was the right move for him for both parties because Cade has looked really good when he came in. So I'll take that Clemson defense and, and Cade to, to what was that, four and a half? Yeah, I think they'll cover that. Um, and then I have to go against uh, uh, CBD and John. I think CBD. Said something about TCU, but TCU, I like TCU. <laughs> you know why? Max Duggan, baby, representing the ginger breed at an all-time high college football playoff. Give me the ginger Max Duggan to win this game. Throw the horns up, Throw the horns up. Throw the horns up. Is that what that is? That's <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting. Anyway, yeah, horn froggies. I think the offense there is just they score points. It doesn't matter who they play. Now, Michigan has the chance, right? They have that defense, line of scrimmage, to really shut them down. But who knows? I mean, TCU can have big plays. That just ruins Michigan's entire way of playing football, which is, you know, run the ball down your throat, control the clock, field position. And if they turn the ball over a couple times, too, I don't know. I, I do like Max Duggan, though. I think he's the best player in that game. That's hot, JC. That's hot. If TCU beats Michigan, TCU might beat Georgia. That's wow. about as Dude, hot they... of a take. You see how hot of a take that was? Yeah, Michigan's, no, I like it. Michigan's like rolling. It, Michigan's, Michigan's rolling. Yeah, they're rolling when you have when they have Big Ten teams to play. I don't know. It's a different type of offense that you're gonna you're gonna face in, in TCU. It's, te it's Texas Christian, dude. Like, come on, yeah, man. Exactly, their baby. offensive linemen are averaging 280 pounds. Come on. They're gonna pray to Jesus and then they might put up 38 on you. Stu's bigger than their biggest offensive lineman. Salt. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I just – I like that attack. I like that passing attack, the way they, they can do it all on offense. Um, and then another one I was going to say is Alabama. That's easy money to make. I mean, you got those guys like Bryce Young and Will Anderson opting in for this game. And then Nick Saban has that many weeks to prepare. Like, I think Alabama is easy money just like Georgia this week. 
All Should right. have been and you can check that all out at UJ Football Live, JC Shelton. <laughs> anyway, you, you go. I'd like to shameless plug. Let's put a bow on the year. Put a bow on this pick'em season, and we'll leave it to the most valuable primetime player, CVD, Chris Van Dyne, NCSports.com. Good sir. What are you guys? What are you guys thinking? And if people want to jump on the train to see what you guys are thinking, what can they be? Oh yeah, go to ncsports.com. Call one 3448 Follow me on Twitter at chrisv160. Um, Stu, are we uh, giving out picks? Or are we only doing the New Year's Six games, or can I branch well, can, out on a couple can, others? Yeah, you can. You can literally <clears throat> highlight whatever game you feel like highlighting. However many you feel like highlighting. Awesome. Uh, first, I, I will agree with uh, Bobcat. I, I love Bama here. And JC, you know, just mentioned it. I, I love Bama here. When in the age of the opt-out to have these first-round draft picks opt-in, that has to be pretty inspiring for the guys that are on the team. Um, and I just don't think K-State matches up well with Alabama. You know, I think that Kansas State also kind of reached their goal. They, they they set their goal this year. They got to a, a New Year's Six Bowl game. That they, they won the Big 12. They've accomplished everything they had that they wanted to. Well, I think Bama is probably a little ticked off at the way things ended, and that's why they're playing in this game, because they're angry and they want to end, you know, a lot of these guys are ending their Bama career. They want to end it on a win. Um, I'll throw out a couple other games I really like. I love UCLA laying five and a half against Pitt. Um, as of right now, it looks like DTR is playing in this game, I believe. Uh, he hasn't officially announced it, but, you know, they've kind of kept that one under wraps. I almost feel like it's a little bit, bit of gamesmanship on Chip Kelly's part, but he's been full practice participant. So, uh, you know, that's a big advantage for UCLA against a Pitt team that, is missing their starting quarterback, their all-American running back, a starting offensive lineman, three starting defensive ends. That's uh, the the um, the best defensive tackle in the AA, in the ACC and Kalaja Kansi, an all-American. Their linebacker, who was the quarterback of the defense and a starting safety, all opted out of this game. I believe it's eight starters and a and one of their top backups, who is their, their third their third down pass rusher have all opted out for Pitt. Narduzzi's one and four in bowl games and uh, PJ Flex three and oh straight up and against the spread in bowls. So I love UCLA here. And uh, UCLA is playing with a little bit of motivation. If they win this game and it's been talked about, they will have tied the school record for most wins in the season at 10. Hard to believe only 10 wins is the most in, uh, in school, rec school record for UCLA. But I just think that they're the more motivated team and their players are actually playing. So I'll take UCLA here. Uh, give me the over in North Carolina and uh, Oregon. I believe it's 73. Uh, might be up to 74 70. and a half. Okay, so yeah, it's up to 74 and a half. Get that in now. I, I said when it came out, uh, I, I thought it would end up around 78 by game day. And that would not surprise me. That thing is just keeps going up. Uh, Oregon, their top corner is opted out of this game. He's going out for the, for the draft. Their top pass rushers opted out of this game. North Carolina has had five cornerbacks opt out of this game. Uh, the, I don't even know who they're playing at corner at this point. I don't think they have more than two corners on the roster that are on scholarship. I was going through 
our book page at work. And I'm like, who do they have left? And that secondary was bad in the first place. Bo Nix is playing. He's coming back next year for Oregon. Drake May is playing. He, Despite all the rumors, he's going back to North Carolina. And for me, Drake May ended the season poorly. One touchdown pass in his last three games. They've had a month to fix the issues. Josh Downs isn't playing. But remember a couple of years ago when North Carolina had Daz Newsom and De'Ami Brown both opt out. And the offense ended up playing just fine in the bowl game against Texas A&M. They were also missing their top two running backs in that game. Uh, I think they'll be ready. And I think they'll put up a lot of points on a suspect Oregon pass defense. And I also think they're going to give up a ton of points. I can see Oregon getting into the high 40s, low 50s here. Uh, they're laying almost two touchdowns. So, you know, I see this like a, a 48-34 game. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I think over 74 and a half is very juicy. Life's Best bowl game of the year. What's that? Best bowl game of the year. Oregon, I mean, going to blow points out of the water with Bo Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Life's too short to bet the under. Am I right, Chris? You know I hate it when people say that. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Dude, can uh, you give us your picks For the now? listeners like- at home, for the listeners at home who can't see this beautiful video we have going on, you missed the Bobcat just put in a, a hell of a chalk. Oh, right, God, right, right, full right, chalk. Right when he caught Bo, that thing is taking up half your mouth. I, 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 you know, more power to you, big dog, but that just was give me a, Give me a second, curve. it'll disappear. You won't even know I have it. Well, too bad. That is the end of the show. No, Thank Stu, you, you got to give us one fucking pick. I'm not letting you fucking leave without a fucking pick. Mr. Unlimited, undefeated. I, I, I don't, need to, I don't need to give any picks. I mean, What's your favorite pick, Stu? Come on. Stu, give us one, Stu. Give, give one? Yeah. Yeah, it can be fucking NFL or hockey, whatever the fuck you want to play. Okay, I'll go to the Barstool Arizona Bowl. Give me the Bobcats of Ohio. Let's fucking roll. Let's fucking roll. That's easy money. By the way. Very on brand. The the Mac is fucking destroying people this year. Everybody. Everybody. They had no – now, granted, that Georgia Southern game today, um, I've never seen a team try to throw a game away so hard as Georgia Southern did. But still stands to the point that – these Mac teams might actually be pretty, pretty good. So give me the Bobcats of Ohio. Let's roll with some action. Boys, thank you, Mazel Tov, uh, on making it through another season. And I look give forward us our final to our records. next endeavor. Give us oh, our we final did that records. last week. Well, you, I wasn't here last week. That's my final mine. record. I, I don't need to hear mine. You should have listened. Just tell me mine. You should have listened. Tell me mine. Yours was uh, 12 and 12. 53% with an asterisk. Unfortunately, you didn't meet the minimum at bats required. So I had it a technically doesn't pulmonary, count. I had a fucking pulmonary embolism. I, I, look, we all got excuses. You hate Good news is, I haven't told y'all this. Dirt on that bitch, boy. I haven't yeah. told y'all this. I fucking had my last CT scan last Thursday. There are no more clots in my lungs. I am a healthy young gentleman. That's good to hear. That's awesome. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Yeah. And let's let's keep it that way. Okay. And you know I'm, on blood I, I'm winking. I'm winking. I'm winking. Let's keep it that way. Yes. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Love you boys. We will be back in the new year. 
uh, a fat guy from New Jersey is going to be joining me. We got some good shows in the pipeline. Uh, you'll see CVD back. You'll see Bobcat. You'll see the JC Shelton's of the world. Uh, we got that lined up in the new year. So until then, happy new year. And we are out. <laughs>